Our next guest is the co-founder of Better Street Chicago. This is Kyle Lucas, and there's a lot of talk about what people are seeing on the trains in Chicago and that things are getting nastier. And, and why is that when we have a security firm in place? Hopefully, you'll be able to address some of that. How are you today, Kyle? Hey, Lisa. I'm great. Thanks for having me. So this uh, Black Club Chicago story says smoking urination and unruly behavior is on the rise on trains. Um, CTA riders are saying people are smoking weed on trains, that they're defecating on trains. It's starting to look a whole lot like New York, and that was never the case before, right? Yeah, I mean, I think like we've seen in a lot of cases during the pandemic, we've we've seen a lot of, um, you know, just things getting kind of generally worse in society. And I think that there's just a lot that has to play with that. I I think that we're just kind of a city in crisis right now. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, Yeah, things have have kind of deteriorated on CTA um, compared to, you know, pre-pandemic. But I think that there's a lot of it that was present then. And and there's a lot of issues that continue to be unaddressed by the city. And there's there's a lot that can be done. And do you think because of the pandemic, I mean, this is my kind of small minded theory that the reason there's more carjackings is because there's less traffic and it's easy to get away. And and are people feeling like they can drink or smoke or do what they want on the trains because there's fewer passengers or because I I don't use the L. So what is the Mm -hmm. ridership these days? Sure. I mean, uh, ridership has increased quite a bit. I use CTA every single day. Um, so I think I think that at some point that was partly true. Um, but but really, we're, what we're seeing right now is that we have a housing crisis in Chicago. We have a mental health crisis in Chicago. People are losing their homes. We have a affordable housing crisis in Chicago. And we also don't really have um, adequate ho- homeless shelters. They're always full, um, and our warming centers aren't very welcoming. So we have all of these um, problems that are going on in the city that are being unaddressed. And I'll be frank, if I was in those situations, you know where I'm going to go? The CTA. That's that's really the only place that people have to turn to. Right. It's and called so, a moving shelter system. That's right. where people seek refuge or, you know, warmth from the cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, the, you know, there's a lot of things that are outside of CTA scope that, you know, it, it's kind of they're having to deal with and, and they're having an unfair burden put on them. Um, you know, there are some things that the CTA can do. You know, we've started seeing a private security presence on the trains. Personally, I don't think that that's the answer. Um, here's the problem with private security is that they're not accountable. Who do they report to? And then what kind of training are they receiving? Uh, you know, currently they have a contract with Monterey Security, which has a history of uh, controversy. Uh, they're politically connected. Um, and, and some Monterey Security guards have said that they don't feel like they're adequately trained for this. You know, in San Francisco, we see that they've launched on the BART system, a transit ambassadors program. They launched that in 2020. And in the first year, um, they, they had 12,000 contacts with passengers um, about, you know, whether it be rules or doing some de-escalation, they get training for that. Um, they also have anti-bias training to ensure that they're being fair. Um, out of those 12,000 contacts, they only called for police backup 132 times. So they're doing all these sort of preventative things. So instead of reacting to problems that happen in the train, they're addressing it. They're connecting people with social services. They're reminding them the rules. They're being friendly. They're having encounters with people. And 
I've had a really positive um, impact there. Um, advocates have been calling on the CTA to do that here, and CTA just says they're looking at it. Well, frankly, it's time for CTA to stop looking at things and start doing things. This is Kyle Lucas. I just want to introduce you to people just tuning in. Uh, Kyle Lucas is a co-founder of Better Street Chicago. And Kyle, we just got a text message, too, from 773, Mm -hmm. said our mayor and state's attorney are to blame, need to call out leadership. The Metra is still clean. Hmm. And then question mark, question mark, question mark. Mm. That, that That is a point to be made. I mean, you can get on Metro, but is that because they've got engineers on the train all the time? I think there's validity to that. There's always a, a human presence there. CTA used to have conductors. Um, they cut the conductors uh, because of budget concerns. So, you know, now they're paying a private security company to have people why not instead implement some sort of program where there are people who are trained by the CTA to connect with people and to improve the conditions on the trains? And then another thing is, you know, public restrooms. That's within the scope of CTA. I think that they have some stations that have restrooms. We could open those up to the public. And then there's two other people who have proposed a, a Uh, public restroom initiative in Chicago. I think that would go a long way as well. Thank you for your thoughts on this, and thank you for joining us for Chicago's Afternoon News. Happy to be here. Thanks so much.